comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United. I'm your host, my name is Greg Mahachko. Joining me as always, he is the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. Hello, Greg. How are you? (laughs) I'm pretty good. Uh, You know, uh, right now, there is a UFC pay-per-view going on. Yeah, I apologize. Uh, no, no, that's okay, because it's a, it's an okay card. Here's here's my issue with the way the pay-per-view is set up. And I'm sure Dana White is one of our listeners, all right, and, or the pay-per-view based, people. Based on the stats, he's probably our only listener. <laughs> it, that's true, probably, to be honest with you. Um, so it, it, years and years and years ago, I used to watch the pay-per-views on uh, WWE. Like, I, I was subscribed to the WWE Network. Which is the only way you can get them. There's, I guess they're not technically even pay per views anymore, but that's the only way you can see the pay per view type events, right? And with that, with WWE, what you could do is let's say the pay per view started at seven o'clock. Let's say you can't be there at seven o'clock. You can, and then you come at eight o'clock. When you order it at eight o'clock, or maybe you order it prior, whatever, you start it at eight o'clock. It tells you, okay, do you want to start this from the beginning or do you want to start this live? So you can choose to go, okay, you know what? I'm going to start this from the beginning, right? Right. And, and it plays perfectly all the way through. UFC, I, years ago, I tried to do that. I tried to go, okay, order the pay-per-view starts at 9, but really I'm not going to be home till like 10 o'clock. So that's okay. I'll start watching at 10. I'll just stay up later, whatever, no big deal. But when we tried, started watching it at 10, it only let you watch from that point on. Yeah. So it, in like the pre WWE network days, if you, mm-hmm. you know, you, the, let's say it was seven o'clock central was when the uh, pay-per-view would begin. Right. And you had up until seven o'clock to be able to watch the whole thing. But if you didn't make it uh, to your cable provider or your direct TV provider or, or online or whatever to order it, until seven forty-five, eight o'clock. Yeah, it, you don't. It doesn't start off because it's live in the digital space. In the streaming space, you have, I think, a lot more freedom. Now, on the UFC pay-per-views, are they mm-hmm. are, are they streamed? Like, do you have to go through like the UFC website, or how does that work? Well, yeah, well, yeah. That's that's the other messed up part about it. You, the only way you can get the pay-per-view now is if you go through ESPN Plus. You have to be a, oh. uh, which which is fine. I was, you know, on that anyway. But yeah, you have to go through ESPN Plus first. So you have to pay the monthly fee for ESPN Plus. And then you have to pay for the pay-per-view. And it's not like, you, I mean, I think if you do like a year subscription, they'll give you like $5 off of the first pay-per-view or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's I, I, I wish they would go more streaming. Like I would pay a little bit more money per month. If it, if it was like all inclusive, like kind of where a WWE does it. So I, I'm not like this is a casting judgment or anything, like, but you're not <laughs> not a big like sports guy. It's pretty much just UFC, no. right? Anymore? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah. if UFC just did their own streaming thing, you'd drop ESPN Plus and oh, yeah. you know, yeah. pay the $12 a month or whatever it might be for UFC, yeah. and, and you'd be able to go back and, and see their entire library of. Mm-hmm. You know their rich history of men beating the crap and women being the yeah hell out they of each used other. they used to have and I think they kind of still do I don't know why but UFC Fight Pass where it was like you it was much easier to find past pay per views and even like the pay per views are expensive right like like this one's like seventy dollars oh I didn't um, know it got that bad oh yeah yeah um but let's say like in a UFC Fight Pass if it was like three four weeks old. It might be like twenty five dollars, or it might be free. Because eventually they're they're just they're free sure. on there. Um, but yeah, they I don't see them ever dropping ESPN because that's good promotion and money. But yeah, if they were to ever do something like WWE, you know, the UFC Network or something like that, that that'd be great. I know uh, you're gonna laugh at this, but the last pay per view I ever watched, and I didn't buy it, uh, ended up getting a, a kind of a 
last minute invitation to uh, my buddies, and that was McGregor Mayweather. Oh, <laughs> and then it, in what a just a rippling disappointment that bout ended up being. Yeah. yeah. So the the uh, I, I never watched it fully. I've seen clips of it. Uh, I I'm thinking the press conferences were more entertaining than the actual fight itself. Not wrong. Oh. Not wrong. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Conor McGregor, of course, he's not going to be doing anything for a while. No. And probably should just, in, in all honesty, retire. Uh, he definitely can. He definitely has enough money. Um, coming back after getting your leg broken uh, is not many people do it. And the sport kind of like moves on without you. Sure, sure. But he doesn't He doesn't need it. He's, yeah. he's got plenty of money. Yeah. He's doing okay for himself. Yeah, yeah. And they're always he's, after uh, his lucky charms. Out, he's out there making uh, drunken tweets and then deleting them the next day. Interesting way yes. to uh, <laughs> uh, spend spend your evenings. Yep. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, let's get into uh, the show for this week. All right. We've yes. got a few things to discuss, and uh, we both took advantage of an opportunity to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And pretty excited to talk about that movie, mostly because I I don't know where you sit on the fence uh, on that particular movie. Because the, your message to me was very vague and cryptic. It was like, "Did you have a chance to watch it yet?" Without any like, without selling any, right. I, you know, I, either good or bad. And, and I don't know if you were just letting me formulate my own opinions, or if you just you know you were playing your cards very close to your chest. So, of course, we're talking about the Suicide Squad. We're going to hold that off till the end of the mm-hmm. show. Uh, we have a few other things to discuss first, Mike. Let's, let's go. Let's stay. take it away, sir. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Cobra Kai Season 4, 30-second ad, I wouldn't even call it a trailer, came out. Apparently, there's going to be a big tournament. Not much to say about it. So the All-Valleys, man. Uh, yeah, the All-Valley uh to the death tournament, I think the uh, under eighteen. <laughs> uh, it might be to the death with with the bad blood that's boiled up under the surface after you know in the first three seasons. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be like look. I, I have enjoyed this show. I'm so glad that it finally you know made the move from YouTube TV to Netflix, so I had the opportunity to watch it, uh, and I'm, I'm really glad I did because that and. End of that second season was really uh, tragic, you know. Yes, um, yes. And the uh, third season was highly redemptive uh, in a lot of ways, you know. Um, I, I, I guess anybody who doesn't have Netflix, I mean, look, if you don't have Netflix, then you're clearly not watching Cobra Kai. And if you do have Netflix, then you should have watched Cobra Kai. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to Nerds United and you haven't watched Cobra Kai yet, I feel like your priorities may be misplaced. Thank you for being shame. here. <laughs> but uh, so I'm going to spoil a little bit of it in three, two, one. Johnny Lawrence, no longer affiliated with Cobra Kai, he has uh, mended as many fences with Daniel Russo as possible and uh, is, for all intents and purposes, part of the Miyagi Do. Uh, karate, you know, school of karate that leaves Cobra Kai solely in the hands of, uh, and I can um, uh, never remember this guy's name. Um, Krieger, Crease thing. I was like, I had the Cree part, right? <laughs> right yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Crease is fully in control of Cobra Kai. Uh, they're setting up. I mean, it, it was a big battle at the end of season three, uh, right there at the dojo. They are setting up a, uh, uh, a, a really uh, terrible feud. Uh, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts at the All Valleys in season four. So pretty excited to see where this goes. And I recall hearing now this has been a few weeks or m- maybe months now back that the creators of the show they have more and maybe it was you who told me they have more seasons prepared if Netflix uh, you know at least outlined with the story if Netflix continues to carry on with the the series beyond season four. I, apparently that's not a for sure done deal yet, but very interesting that, you know, I, I, if we have to cut it at four, we have a stopping point 
if we get to carry it over, then we have ideas for that as well. So uh, it sounds like there may be, you know, a couple different, like almost like choose your own adventure type things for Netflix. <laughs> like Netflix is like, I want this to be the end. All right, here you go. Or I want to continue. Oh, you get this load of stories also. So pretty interesting, interesting concept. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm going to watch it. I watched the first three seasons. I'm going to watch the fourth one. I do have to say those that near like the third season, it started to get into SNL parody territory where the entire school is doing karate in oh, the yeah. hallways and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, but I don't mind that it's cheesy. I know it, but I don't mind it at all. Uh, I do like that they're the fourth season might, like you said, might be the end. They have an end point to it because I think a lot of TV shows don't like a lot of TV shows just like, Oh, we're just going to keep going. And then, so whenever it is that the network goes, Oh no, that was your last season. They go, Oh, well we had, you know, three more seasons planned. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There, I really think there just needs to be more communication between Mm -hmm. the, the creative folks and the executive folks, you know, uh, uh, and I hate to do it, but like Walking Dead, you know, uh, it was a, is a big example of this. Um, and even more egregiously, Supernatural, you know, yeah. eight, 18 yeah. seasons of that gar I almost said garbage. And it was fine the first few seasons. Uh, and then I just, I don't know if I stopped watching it because it, everything just felt so uh, like it's not going anywhere. You right. know, um, with Game of Thrones... You had, I think, eight seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I think so. And while you know, people certainly have opinions about the last season or maybe even the last two seasons. At, at some point, you you knew, okay, well, coming up, this is going to be the last season. So, right. there's that definitive closure. Now, you know, side stories, prequel, you know, series which are are coming are are another thing. But your your story your, with your main core of characters it's going to have a definitive end apparently it was an end that nobody liked yeah, right right but still uh, but it, it was an end, end. Yeah. uh so yeah so kudos to again just the creative team behind uh cobra kai for being prepared well and, and this sorry this kind of goes along with uh the tv series and stuff uh i just recently watched season seven of the flash on netflix oh I will tell you right now, I'm going to say this in a positive manner, just in case. I don't know, Grant Gustin might watch this. Who knows? They can only go up from here. <laughs> now, I will give them credit because this season was affected by COVID. But, and I think part of la- I think season six ended early, I believe. Season six ended early, and then they kind of had to attach the real end of season six onto season seven. Plus having a kind of it's only 18 episodes, mm-hmm. which normally they're like 23. Right. Um, which is also why you don't like normal TV. Right. Exactly. Uh, I I will say this. I started watching it now. This, OK, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Greg, I don't care. because I know you're not watching it. True. Um, so there's two people that have two regulars that have left. Uh, Tom Cavanaugh, who plays a bunch of different Harrison Well versions. Right. Uh, he okay, so he makes in like the first two episodes this huge sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? So Barry can get his speed back or something because Barry loses his speed every season. Sure, right? So he and he does this very heroic thing, and I'm watching it, and I love Tom Cavanaugh, great, great actor. He's fantastic. But I just, he's fantastic, but I just went, I really don't care. Yeah, I don't, I don't and, and it was very like the music was all kinds of, you know, going, you know, people crying and stuff. I think people were crying. I don't really don't remember. Um, <laughs> and so he whatever, he disappears and he's gone. And um, and I knew he was leaving the season. So that was it wasn't a surprise. And then cut to like two episodes later, he comes back. And then he's back as a different Wells for like an episode. And then he leaves. And then the other one was um, uh, Carlos uh, Valdez, I think yeah. his name is. Cisco. Yeah, Cisco. I play Cisco. Uh, and he, him, he had an entire episode 
devoted to him leaving and the fact that um, he felt like his friends didn't care if he left because he told them and they're like, because he, he, he was like leaving to go t- with his girlfriend, whose girlfriend's gorgeous, uh, go to his, with his girlfriend to like Florida or something for she has work there and he, he's got a job down there now. Um, and he told them and they're like, oh, awesome. Congratulations. And then he was like mad because they weren't upset. So it was literally like a whole episode devoted to this. Getting and in then, his feelings a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then he he also comes back like the one of the last episodes. Uh, so, but I will say, okay. Oh, so it, first, it, oh, another thing. It, it's, it's it's comic book TV, you know, yeah. which is uh, of course adapted from comics, and so nobody's ever gone forever. Here's yeah, true. Here is another thing that happens at some point in time Barry aka the Flash has the idea that he's going to go back in time to fix something because that's always worked before for him yeah it's he's never had a problem with that I went I and me and Nolan kind of, I don't even think Nolan watched this episode or this season but we kind of joked about it in the past like every season of the Flash is uh, I'm not fast enough I got to get faster. Now I'm fast enough. And sprinkle in, maybe I'll go back in time and fix something. Oops, that didn't work. Yeah, or spend a li- spend a few uh, episodes in the Speed Force. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, that's again. You know, it probably fell off uh, of of my watch list during. I hate to say it, but probably about five years ago when we moved, and mm-hmm. you know that was a show. That my wife and I, Arrow too, you know, we used to watch those uh, together. And then, you know, when, when we moved and she started working nights and it's like, oh, well, I'll just put it on the DVR. And, man, you put it on the DVR, DVR with everything else that you're watching and something's got to fall off eventually. And so it ended up being Arrow, Flash, uh, you know, I think Walking Dead was one of the last ones. Because we'd, you know, we had a few more years, I think, of equity built into Walking Dead. And we still never watched it. I, I recently cleared off. 40 or 60. I know that's a big gap, but I can't remember episodes of forged in fire because okay. I looked, I'm like, Oh, they're on Hulu. If I want to watch, I'll just watch something on Hulu. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So same, yeah, I, same I, with I, this, you know, like I can, I could go back and watch commercial free now, you know, on, on Netflix and save the fast forward button. So I, yeah. I've limited DVR. I think I have the last season of Archer on there, which I think is on Hulu now. Uh, and then we watch, uh, uh, barbecue brawl on Food Network every Monday night. So, yeah, and that has local ties because uh, um, one of the remaining contestants owns Beastcraft Barbecue right here in Belleville, Illinois. Yes, so it's fun to watch him uh, uh, work. You know, work at his craft every week. So, so we do watch. That. In fact, we watched the latest episode uh, earlier tonight, and uh, new one uh, drops Monday at eight o'clock for all of Ooh. you barbecue fans out there. Yes. Food Network, get it. Go for it. Um, I was uh, the first three seasons of Flash are pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see what else. What else did we have to discuss? Well, Greg? I forget. We we um, jumped the King Shark, so to speak. <laughs> but uh, let's t- do a little casting news since we talked about Cobra Kai and yes. the, the young actor who plays Miguel, uh, one of the. Really, he was the star of the show, the underdog uh, in that first season, um, and you know has had a very interesting and redemptive story arc uh, over seasons two and three. Uh, he is cast as, tell us, Mike. Blue Beetle. Jaime Reyes. Yes. So excited. You know what? The, the nice thing about doing a Blue Beetle movie um, I'm guessing a movie, right? Not not HBO series, or do we know? Or to be honest with you, I'm not sure. Okay, well, I, I'm going to anticipate movie. Um, but regardless, is you can you can do a a, a version of a, a Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle movie that includes Ted Cord. Now, Ted Cord, uh, his Blue Beetle was essentially Iron Man. You know, if you think about that, Jaime Reyes is more. It, it's a it's more Venom. It's it's really weird. It's it's more of like a, it's an alien kind yeah. of a, a symbiote or parasite that gives him advanced technological, not just you know biological abilities, but technological abilities as well. So, uh, really, really interested to see. 
what happens with that? And Blue Beetle was a fixture on, I want to say, Batman Brave and the Bold. I know he was also in an episode of Smallville. Correct. And it and it was the uh, Jamie Reyes character. Jamie Reyes, yes. Yeah, or Jaime Reyes, sorry. Um, Come on, fact, Mike. I think, we... Booster, I, think, yeah, I think Booster Gold was also in that episode. Yes. Because the original, and yes, I just looked it up. It is a, a Blue Beetle movie. Originally, I had heard rumors that there was going to be a Blue Beetle Booster Gold team-up movie. That'd be cool, too. But I think I would that, also like. I think that almost needs to be Ted Cord, Blue Beetle. Because they're yeah, that, in the comics. Yeah, there was those, something about that. They're, they're the duo who, you know, um, kind of kind of travel together and, you know, like the buddy cops type. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So I don't have any much more information, or at least I don't know much more information don't about need it. it. Yeah. But uh, obviously, since they just announced casting, that um, they probably haven't filmed anything yet, or maybe they've, you know, pre production or whatever. But I'm guessing 2022, 2023. I said 2023. 2023, probably, yeah. So, so. It's, good, it, it's my best guess. 2022 is looking like it's going to be pretty busy. <laughs> yes, I, I really yes. don't know where you squeeze anything else in unless it's an HBO Max thing. And I really think that, like, I say the same for Batgirl. Batgirl should probably have her opportunity in the big screen, but it sounds like that's going to be um, HBO Max exclusive also. So, yeah. So, um, all right. So, what's the next, Mike? Uh, there was the second trailer for Venom. Hey, there's Carnage here too. I don't think that's what it's called. I'm pretty sure that's Venom. Hey, check out Carnage too. Also, and that's, that's <laughs> that. also, hey, Venom and Carnage is here. Also, uh, he's he's mean. Um, I I know you haven't seen the trailer yet. Yes, I have. Uh, oh, you did see the trailer. Okay, what did you think about it? Uh, very interesting. I like that trailer. I think more than the first one. Oh, absolutely. Yes, hundred percent more. I, I'm more interested in it now, but I'm also more worried now because uh, this kind of ties along with Suicide Squad. Uh, for the uh, 2016 Suicide Squad, the first trailer that came out for it was very dark, very. I don't know. I don't say gritty. I hate using that word, but it, you know, whatever. Let's just say dark. Right. And then the second trailer came out and the tone was completely different. And it was, you know, Hey, here's a bunch of pop songs, you know, and it, you know, it's more fun and stuff. And when you watch the 2016 version, uh, one, I'm sorry. Uh, two, you realize that the tone really is all over the place. Yeah. So that's what I'm worried about with venom. Hey, check out carnage is the first trailer that came out was not not that it was dark but the tone was like trying to be more silly and stuff and it was like the odd couple and this one had a much better tone i don't know how to describe the tone but it was more i would say more better that doesn't make any sense at all it was just better so i'm hoping that the leaves that time in facebook comment sections yeah (laughs) i'm hoping the, the movie as a whole is not completely out of whack where some parts of it they're trying to be funny and other parts are trying to be serious and other parts, it's a, I don't know, romantic comedy or something. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty. I mean, I can't really sum it up any better than that. Uh, and I'll, however, I could still live for not seeing the big bad in the trailer, like not seeing what Carnage looks like. Um, but since we did. You know, okay, it's not quite what I imagine when I think of Carnage. Um, Go ahead. I, it just seems a little too put together. Like I always right. feel like Carnage, like like a, um, I can't even remember Carnage's human name uh, right now. Cletus. Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy. Okay, there you go. I remembered it. <laughs> I always feel <laughs> like it, he and the symbiote had a much more erratic relationship. Uh, you know, and and volatile, perhaps. And it seems just she's like, hmm, got this under control. I'm going to go out and kill some people right now. See, I always thought it was the opposite. I always thought that Cletus and Carnage had a very um, symbiotic, <laughs> a very connected, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Greg? Relationship. Why don't I, why don't I know words? Relationship? Yeah, relationships. 
And it kind of shows it more in this in this movie where like the, 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 somebody else mentioned this, like when you see Venom transform or Eddie Brock transform into Venom, it looks like Venom just goes around him. Right. Where he's inside Venom like a suit mm-hmm. uh, where you see Cletus Cassidy turn into Carnage. It's like they're the same person. Yeah. OK. So I, I, yeah. I can see that um, both, you know, because the, the, the symbiote and Cassidy are, are kind of, uh, of of one mind, you know, mm-hmm. uh, death, destruction, mayhem, whereas Eddie Brock and his symbiote, you know, the Venom symbiote are sometimes at odds with one another. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So I could see that. Uh, I guess I just go back to those initial, I think maybe don't, don't quote me on, or don't hold this against me if I'm wrong, but maybe like Todd McFarlane, Ven or uh, carnage I'll you know, check images yeah. where it's just, it looks a lot more like stringy and I don't know, kind of creepy. Um, yeah. I'm not doing a good job of, yeah. they say <laughs> a picture's worth a thousand words. And, and right now I wish I had a picture of that, carnage to be like there you go internet well i also think first of all uh a week from now is uh free comic book day yes number one so hopefully i can make it up to twilight comics swanson illinois uh and i'm i really think that i should pick up some spider-man comics because spider-man is my favorite character but i have read i think one spider-man comic i used to watch the cartoons a lot and obviously, you love the movies, but I, as far as comic books, <laughs> I don't even have a poster of a, of a comic book right behind me. I actually have that comic book. Oh, do you really? Nice. A, a reprint. I mean, you know, not the original. By the way, this was also in my fa- the background of my Facebook Live because originally, um, which by the way, if you don't know the Facebook Live, go watch our YouTube video. I describe it there. Uh, originally, like the person in marketing or whatever was like, "Hey, do you have the chestnut?" background we sent or or whatever work it was who knows uh do you have the work background we sent you because they sent some like a couple months ago and i go no i said and i, I don't want to use it because <laughs> i said i said look if i have to i will no problem i said but i don't think it looks very professional and it doesn't when they have like the virtual background oh yeah you know and you're kind of like coming in and out of it and stuff and luckily the the marketing girl was new so she was just like, okay, that's fine. And I'm like, all right, good. So, I, I, plus I wanted this into my backgrounds anyway. Yeah, virtual but, yeah. backgrounds can be uh, pretty tricky. Yeah, they just, yeah, yeah. See, that doesn't, yeah, it looks, it doesn't look like you're in space. It looks like you're, yeah, you're morphing in and out of it and stuff. I even told him, I said, look, if you were to get me like a banner or something, like something physical I can put behind me, I'll do that. No problem. But it was like the day of, so I know they're not going to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, not going to, it's not likely to happen. Uh, like, oh, yes, yeah, so let's rush that over to Mike. <laughs> exactly. So I, I agree with um, We did, when when my oldest was doing uh, virtual speech therapy mm-hmm. uh, in in the mornings, we'd, I'd throw up like a dinosaur backdrop or, or Halloween background or snowman or whatever, you know. He got a big kick out of it, and it was nice yeah. little conversation pieces. Right, exactly. Yeah, that that works for him, you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, Venom, Carnage. Uh, I hopefully it's good. I'll probably go see it because you know we need to have content for the podcast. <laughs> I don't. I don't it, well, and that's the other thing. I don't even know when the release date is because at the end of it, I'm pretty sure it just says this fall. There you go. It's coming out this fall. So they're just like I might be out there. Who knows. Well, we we have uh, we have a window. We have September twenty first to December twentieth. Yeah. Okay. That's true. That's true. That's true. Sometime between then. Uh, another thing was you you sent me something about Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, yeah. So, uh, comicbookmovie.com reported, and I've heard similar stories uh, about Matt Damon turning down what would be big and probably lucrative roles uh reportedly turned not not reportedly he said in an interview uh matt damon did that um, he was offered the role of harvey dent slash two-face in christopher nolan's the dark knight but he had to pass on that opportunity he was also offered the role uh ended up going to um sam worthington 
Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. uh, Jake Soli, uh, Jake Soli, Sullivan, whatever, uh, in Avatar. Uh, and the reason being that he's turning down these roles is because he's already like committed himself elsewhere. So it's not like read the script, the script was trash, or no, they didn't offer right. me enough money. It was uh, it, the, the, along the lines of thinking of like, I gave these people my word, made a commitment, I'm going to see it through. I can't do both because they're both shooting at the same time or whatever it might be. So I'm going to do this and, you know, thank you very much for the opportunity. Like I don't, I, I didn't get any like, you know, hobnobby, you know, like high and mighty attitude at all from Damon in any of these instances. No, no. And I, and I wouldn't expect that either. No. Um, and, and also looking at it, like, first of all, Aaron Eckhart who played, um, Harvey Dent slash mm-hmm. Two-Face, I think, did a tremendous job. And I think that Matt Damon in that role would have overshadowed I – mean, he would have been the biggest star in the movie. Yeah. Even bigger than Christian Bale at that time. And, and I wonder if that means he would have gotten top billing, which would have been odd. You know, For being like the uh, – the uh, DA, Most well-known. Yeah, but being the, the DA – and in the ter- you know secondary villain, you know you don't. That's a very unique spot to have top billing. <laughs> you know, when but, you're not the no, star because it it doesn't go by who is the main person on it. It goes by who is the most well known. Like uh, uh, Stranger Things season one, Winona Ryder was top billing on there, and she's not the main antagonist on there. Well, no, but she's the only. Most most recognizable name. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So he would have been the most well known. So he would have been, you know, I, unless they do it differently. But I don't think they do. Uh, take take it, me back if you could to 2011. Okay. I'm no, back I'm there. sorry, 2008. Ooh. Well, I went back even further. <laughs> do, <laughs> do you remember any of like the the trailers or anything for ahead of that movie? Did they ever show Two Face? In them, or was that more of a surprise in theaters? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think it was. A, I think it was. You here's Harvey Dent, and we all know who Harvey Dent can become right. in, in comics and canon and whatnot. But I don't think they ever showed him. In I don't think so either. Which is such a good marketing idea. I think we talk about this a lot. Mm-hmm. It's less is more. Yeah. So that's all. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for another five years when Matt Damon has to also turn down like a Superman role or, you know, James Bond. Uh, that's uh, speaking of James Bond, but that's why he couldn't do Avatar because he was involved in the Jason Bourne franchise. Uh, you know what? I think Jason Bourne is better. It's definitely shorter. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and more. Um, is it tactile? More mm-hmm. real. A lot less green screen and, right. and blue cats. Yeah. No green screen, no blue cats here in Jason Bourne set four. All right, Greg. Should we talk about the meat of the 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 podcast now? The eight good old eggplants. Let's get to the meat and taters. <laughs> you weren't really oh, expecting God. that, were you? Uh, no, I wish everybody could have seen your face when you did that too. Martin <laughs> Tider. It looks right. like a very young, very uh, handsome Josh Brolin. I was thinking you looked more like Sling Blade. And that's what I sounded like. I looked like oh, Josh Brolin. Looked like him too. I have a goatee. But hey, Sling Blade did guy, not have a goatee. That guy got Angelina Jolie, so that's not necessarily an insult that you look like Sling Blade. Billy, but yeah, but that's a weird. Dynamic. What's Billy Bob up to these days? I haven't heard much about him. You know, probably acting. I'm guessing, but I don't know in what. Maybe he's in like, theater now. I feel like there's a Marvel role for him, but I don't know what it is. Probably a villain. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same with like John Malkovich couldn't be a hero. I mean, both not just because they're old and old guys tend to be villains, especially old white guys. Those ways. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they could at least like lend their voice to something. You know. Yes. Come on, guys. Get out of retirement. Get out of the old folks' home. Come on. All right, Greg. James Gunn, Suicide Squad, uh, debuted on HBO Max actually a day early. 
seven hours uh, early here in the central time zone. Yes. So, so I want to say six o'clock. Oh, yeah, six hours. It was, Sorry. yeah, six hours. Uh, what we're going to do right now is we're going to do non spoiler as much as we can, and then we'll go pew, 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 pew. Uh, and that, and the spoilers after that, because there's not much I can talk to about without spoiling it. Well, that's the thing, too. And best friend of the show, Josh, hasn't seen it yet. So, well, I guess what? Best friend of the show, Josh, whenever we go, pew, 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 that means press pause on this. We'll go watch it, which you should have watched it already. I told him, uh, and he said he hasn't had time. Uh, that, I don't believe that. You know, <laughs> you, ha- you have a little baby. I know that. But guess what? She's not going to remember anything that happens uh, on the Suicide Squad. Uh, and s- almost a spoiler alert, it's violent. It's very rated, very much rated R. Uh, so be rocking that little girl you got and be watching Suicide Squad. There you go. All right. All right. James Gunn, Suicide Squad. What did you think? <laughs> I don't even know how to do it without spoiling it. I found it to be quite an enjoyable picture. Quite the same, absolutely the same. I, I much better than the David Ayer 2016 Suicide Squad. Granted, that bar was very, very low. I don't know about much better. It was, it was better, but I don't know about much better. It's like I, one A, one B. Oh God, no! <laughs> oh, <laughs> not even close. <laughs> it is way better. First of all, everything James Gunn does is good so far. Uh, but okay. New characters. What do we okay. You New, char- New characters we got. Uh, we got Peacemaker. Yep. By the way, I'm not even looking at these. I'm just trying to remember them. Pe- Peacemaker. Yep. Weasel. Blackguard. Ratcatcher 2. You say Blackguard? Blackguard. That was um, Pete Davidson's character. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Javelin. Yep. We uh, from the uh, from the other Suicide Squad. We still have uh, Rick Flag. We have Harley Quinn. We have Captain Boomerang. Waller, if she counts. Waller. Bloodsport is a new one. Uh, King Shark. And I'm sure I'm I, I'm missing you, something. Uh, Savant. Savant. Yes, that's yeah. Uh, J- He's one of the first ones you see too. JKG or JGK okay. or. TKD, the de- no, no TDK, sorry, the detachable kid. Okay, which is which was basically arm fall off boy, right? Um, yeah. So you have these new characters, and then the trailers, you kind of you don't know who's going to die, who's the who's going to be the main uh, team because you know with Suicide Squad, somebody's going to die. Like it's not a Suicide Squad movie if somebody doesn't die, right? Uh, and also James Gunn said, he goes, I wanted this to where anybody can die. Like, you have no clue, you know. And there were definite moments of like, is it their time? Oh, right. no. Oh, I don't think they're coming back from that. Right. Uh, so uh, very, very unpredictable in that regard. And I think it, and I don't think this is a spoiler. Stop me if it is. Um, we'll do instead of a full do 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 do. We'll do a do 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 do. Um, but I think it had one element that you really wanted to see after watching Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay, mm-hmm. which was you got a bunch of bad guys and they're going to do bad bad guy underhanded deceitful shit. And so yes. we got we got that at times, you know. Yes, yes, we, absolutely. We, we got we definitely got some of that like uh, out for my own, you mm-hmm. know, uh, type of element. So double but, double cross type exactly. Of thing. And you I don't think also that's a spoiler. It, and I don't I don't think this is a spoiler either. Uh, um, but <laughs> you got it in the very beginning where you can tell that they've been on missions before. Some right. of them have. So you didn't have to set it up where I, I was reading somewhere that in the, the 2016 Suicide Squad, it was 45 minutes in until you got a mission. Yeah. On yeah. this one, it's about five, ten minutes in. Before you're on a mission, and, and and they're and they're cohesive with each other, or at least some of them are. Right, and and to that point, you uh, this is do 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 do, <laughs> uh, um, but you can tell that there have been numerous attempts by Waller to recruit Bloodsport, and he kept saying no, 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 and I'm not going to uh, indicate what 
her leverage was, uh, but she used a little bit of leverage uh, this time around to get him to comply. Okay. So before, because we're just going to, we're about to spoil this. Uh, Before we get into spoilers, is there, would you recommend this movie? I would, uh, not for children. No, definitely not. It's very much rated R. (laughs) Um, I would recommend it. Like I said, I, I told best friend of the show, Josh, to that he needed to watch. I said, it's. I was done watching it by Friday morning at like six in the morning, uh, from getting up and doing a bottle feed and all that other stuff. Um, so I got an early start on it. There's no reason why, if you have any appreciation whatsoever for comic book movies, that you're not giving the Suicide Squad a shot. I mean, you're. I, I don't think even if you're like a diehard you know Marvel person, you're like oh, DC's. Mm-hmm. So second rate, you know, the distinguished competition. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So if you're going into it with that attitude uh, where you have set the bar pretty low for yourself for enjoyment, then there's no way you're going to be disappointed. And if you already have HBO Max, you're not out of anything. Exactly. You know, I felt bad that, you know, I I couldn't go and and, uh, get to the theater and, and give them my money, but... So that's why I got HBO Max. Right. Uh, so is there any other non-spoiler thing you want to say about it? Yes. Okay. Because I don't it. think this is a spoiler. In fact, it may have been in a trailer, but I don't remember this exact fact. I like that they went to the DC geography book for the setting of, of much of this movie. Uh, I don't think it's a spoiler. Do-do. Um, <laughs> Corto Maltese. Uh, yeah, yes. was the you know island island nation I guess that uh, this movie takes place on so very uh, very excited by that little that little nod to uh, uh, you know uh, elsewhere in the DC universe it's not Gotham or Metropolis or you know Oa like the best best place of all really in the DC universe right there in the center sure, sure. center of the uh, universe uh, <laughs> so um, and. I even even being a center right right leaning moderate. I'm not sure how to phrase that. I was all right with like the the general end of the movie and the accusations and the the corruption, you know, things like that. Um, and, and the the allegations levied uh, against the U.S. government. Um, you know, so th- that aspect of it was like, eh, that didn't throw me off any, you know, because uh, we all know that really the big bad villain in our world is mainstream media. <laughs> That's right. All right. Best of the show, Josh, uh, press pause right now. Go watch it. Spoilers coming in. Three, two, pew, 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 one. Welcome back, best friend of the, jo- best friend of the show, Josh. I'm glad you paused and then came back to this. <laughs> all right, Greg. Uh, what? Who's the Who's the biggest shock to you? Of like, oh my god, I can't believe they killed this character. Um, half the team in the first ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, you know what? That's yeah. That was somewhat shocking. Yes. Uh. That yeah. So they kill. Well, Weasel kind of dies. Not really. You think he's dead? Uh, Blackguard who double crossed everybody. So they they go on this mission. They all go up on this the shore, and then he just walks up and he's like, "Hey guys, you don't have to hide anymore." And he's like talking to somebody in the distance, and he's like, and then all of a sudden you see a bunch of lights, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm the one, I'm the one who called you guys. Here, and, they're and, they're right behind." And me. you know what he got for his troubles? Blast face blasted it. <laughs> yes. So Blackguard dies. Uh, Savant gets one of the few people that actually he tries to turn around and swim to shore. Uh, Savant played by Michael Rooker, who's amazing. And Amanda Waller, of course, sees it, and she blows his head off. Uh, Javelin gets killed right away. Javelin gets uh, killed. The decapitating man, kid. The detachable kid. The detachable the decapitating kid. man. Huh. That's a that's a totally different. That's, that's <laughs> a, I, that could be a Suicide Squad member, to be honest with you. Yeah. The, yeah, the detachable kid, which he, I mean, he was just there for a comic effect, sure. Because you know he has the, the arms that come off and fly. Towards the enemy, and then they just kind of slap them. Now, you know? it, it, 
if I, I'm trying to think of like his death scene, but like when his arms are getting shot, you see him like flopping around on the <laughs> <Yes>. sand. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I will say this and can I nitpick just a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Bloodsport, mm-hmm. Peacemaker. Right. Uh, Rick Flag. I, so I, I want to nitpick, but I also want to say if you're Rick Flag and you don't know that there's a second team in country, and and like Waller pretty much like set up your team as the decoy. How pissed mm-hmm. would you be if you're Rick Flag? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, you sent us there to die. Now, granted, they might not have known that Blackheart was selling them out, or maybe Waller knew. I don't know. Uh, but you know, then you got a, a quiet team, very very you know, again quietly going in. But I think my biggest complaint with this movie is that like so many of the Task Force X, the mm-hmm. heroes or villains or however you want to categorize them, they all had the same power, like excellent marksmanship. <laughs> well, and they kind of said something about that in the beginning because they talked about uh, Bloodsport can make a weapon out of anything. Mm-hmm. And then they, <laughs> then uh, Baller is walking with Bloodsport and introduces, I think that's how it was, introduces Bloodsport to Peacemaker right. and says... This is Peacemaker. He can wet, make a weapon out of anything. And he even like says, like, wait, are you, are you messing with me? Like, that's yeah. exactly how you just described me. And that initially, that, that right away started a little uh, rivalry between uh, Peacemaker and Bloodsport, where it's like, uh, I, I, I can, who's just like, I, I can kill you. I, I can, I, I'm a better marksman than you. I, I, right. How do you do that? Oh, I have smaller bullets. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. They're, they'll go right through your bullets or right. something like yeah. that. Uh, right, right through the holes and doesn't doesn't affect the tissue or or the you know whatever around it. Um, so yeah, you know Harley Quinn was perfectly fine. I mean, I think you know she had an yeah. important role to play as far as you know uh, being kidnapped for lack of a better term and and uh, getting on the ball gown and and I knew though as soon as again this is heavy spoiler stuff because we haven't even gotten there yet. But as soon as as Javelin said to her, like, take it, you're the chosen one, or, you know, uh, you'll know <laughs> well, what to no, do. No, actually, technically, he said, uh, what did he say? Uh, take it. Um, and then he, he, oh, God, I can't he like died mid sentence. Yeah, but it was very obvious what he were, was he gonna, what he was going to say. And she's like, what? Do, do what? I think it was something like, you know, take it, it's you. And she's like, what? Take it, take it, what? Yeah. He just died. But <laughs> so. I, 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 that was the, Really, like the only obvious bit of foreshadowing I think that was in the movie mm-hmm. because I I knew that that was going to play a role in in the climactic ending. Um, but yeah, it, as far as the team went, um, you know, it was, it was fine. The, like they had nice little history, you know, like Ratcatcher right. two and and Bloodsport and uh, you know, like talking about their fathers and, and things mm-hmm. like that. And uh, um, you know, so it was. It's perfect, fine, and again, heavy spoiler here. I think a lot of people thought that when they announced the HBO Max Peacemaker series that it was going to mm-hmm. be a prequel. Right. Not so fast, my friends. But you did see the after credit scene, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, just make sure. Yeah. Uh, That's how I so, got to that point that right, I just made. Mind. Right, yeah. Uh, well, actually, you know, in the, I wasn't sure going through, like, obviously – if he would have died, it could have been a prequel. But if he survives, it can be a continuation. And so when he does, quote unquote, die at first, um, I'm thinking, okay, well, it's going to be a prequel. And then, of course, the after credit scene, you show him in the hospital, somehow surviving a bullet to the heart and a building falling on top of him. Right. It's Peacemaker. He somehow survives. So he he's he has his own series uh, on HBO Max that is already apparently has already been filmed. I, that's what I heard. I think so. And can but I it, can yeah. I just say I don't dislike John Cena. Like I didn't dislike him mm-hmm. as a wrestler. I know it, you know a lot of wrestling fans is his like in ring persona got a little stale. But right. the guy, the the individual, like the human being, John Cena mm-hmm. has done over six hundred Make a Wish. You know, yeah. uh, visits, which is like blows. When when he did three hundred, he was like ahead by a hundred of of the next per, you know the the previous record holder or something like that. Right. And he's more than doubled that. Uh, so kudos to the guy who I think they said he averages like I don't know. He's been doing 
one day or just some. You'd have some, to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just some ungodly, you know, amount of of work and time and effort that he's put in to you know taking care of the fans who who've looked up to him for so long, but. He didn't take himself like I've, I've noticed this about his, his movie roles, like post the Marine. He doesn't mm-hmm. take himself too seriously. Like he'll, he's pretty well like go along to get along. What do you need me to do? He, not to sound redundant, uh, but he's kind of like a good soldier in that regard, you know. Whereas yeah. I think Dwayne Johnson is, you know, wants to be the alpha dog, you know, and uh, and I think John Cena maybe he does, but you can't. You can't be an alpha dog in in uh in an ensemble cast like this, you know. You just gotta, especially with people who are so much better than you at acting, like Idris Elba, well, like Margot right. Roby, who's an Academy Award winner, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there and, and those are just two examples. Uh, I'm not, you know, we we get. I mean, you know, I'm a huge Nathan Fillion fan, and it's uh, unfortunate the detachable kid died in first ten minutes, but um, even the uh. Uh, the, the guy I cannot think of his name. He's been. He was in a uh, talk about you know walking in two worlds because he was an Ant Man. Um, David oh, Dismalchin, uh, the, the polka dot man. Who, polka, uh, uh, David Dismalchin, Dismalchin. I like never that. know how to pronounce it, but yeah, that's um, all right. He was terrific. He was so fun. That character really had uh, more to offer than I would have ever thought. Yeah, you know, I thought he was going to be a joke character. I thought he would be one who would you know die early on but he you know uh and then you've got like sylvester stallone lending voice to king shark um you know it's just you you you've got a lot of heavyweights around you and then john cena's out there and he and and blood sports giving peacemaker shit he's like oh, are you wearing tidy whiteies <laughs> you know he's <laughs> that's racist <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not gonna lie if i had a body like john cena's Probably wearing tidy whities too. Absolutely, I'd wear them all the time. You, you, you never, know? you never see his uh, his thighs because he's always wearing the jorts in the wrestling ring. So that's true. I bet you Vince Vince McMahon saw them be like, John, we're putting you in tights from now on. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Peacemaker, so I kind of want to go with this a little bit. Uh, after watching Suicide Squad, are you more interested, less interested, or the same interest in the Peacemaker series? I think I'm more interested. Um, but that is if they give Peacemaker characters around him that allow him to say ridiculous things, like, you know, eating it, uh, if, if the beach w- was covered in. In Dicks, he, he's like, I swallow everyone, or I eat each right. and every one of them for liberty. <laughs> so if um, if you had to choose a character from the Suicide Squad to get their own series, would it be Peacemaker, or would you choose somebody else? That is a good question, because we already know that Peacemaker's already We know that's it's done. A, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll say... I'll say two things. Okay. I, I, you can never have enough Idris Elba. You can never have enough Margot Robbie, uh, who's now been Harley Quinn in three movies, two Suicide right. Squads, and and her own, you know, uh, her own movie. Yeah. Movie. And and again, I I never mind her. I, I I never dislike her portrayal. Um, I think if there was anything, I would have her. Sit down with and Tara Strong did not voice um, Harley Quinn in the Batman the Animated Series. She voiced Batgirl, uh, but I cannot for the life of me think of who voiced uh, the Harley Quinn character on that show. But I would I would have her sit down with you know Margot Robbie and and just give her a little bit more subtle dialect, you know, coaching mm-hmm. because uh, there. Everything goes fun. in. It goes in and out. Yeah, yeah, and and usually everything's pretty pretty good, except sometimes that that accent's just a little too a little too off for me. Mm-hmm. I, I I completely understand that. Uh, I I would not pick uh, a Harley Quinn to do a series only because we've already seen she's she's done it already uh, with the Birds of Prey movie. And, and a little bit in the first Suicide Squad. You kind of got kind of an origin story for her. I was very much interested in Ratcatcher 2. 
That'd be very good. With, with uh, I would I would love to see a almost kind of prequel. I would love to see her dynamic with her dad, who was Taika Waititi. I, I noticed that too, I, but I, I didn't notice in the first like flashback story portion. It was only in the second one when yeah when he was laying down some some wisdom. Not the first time when mm-hmm. he was like shooting up and tweaking out. Right, right. But I would love to see that kind of dynamic, mm-hmm. and it almost seemed like I. It, I they were. I thought it was like in England or something like that. A French, I think. Maybe yeah. I think she no, might have been French. That's, that's the same thing. Who knows? I mean, Europe. You Europe. know, Europe pretty much just <laughs> yeah. it's pretty Europe, much this, gosh. You know, they're they're all just states in one big country, <laughs> right? So yeah, that's what I. Or if, if it wasn't Ratcatcher two, um, uh, Bloodsport. Yeah. Which we kind of, kind of alluded to this. Uh, Bloodsport. The the reason he joins the suicide squad is because they have his daughter and she stole something, I believe. And so Amanda Waller is basically like, well, she's, uh, she, she can be tried as an adult and there's good chance that she's going to come here. And man, we got a high mortality rate and here beating the prison that they're Bell Reeve. Bell Reeve, you know, there's, uh, and so Bloodsport gets pretty pissed and takes a, a pen. I think it was, to Amanda Waller's uh, throat. Now, it doesn't puncture her or anything, right. but just like, kind of threatens her. And because yeah, everything's kind of, a weapon with blood sport. Exactly. You know? And, and uh, the daughter, she's like, You're a horrible father. Like, they're having right. an argument through the glass. And she's like, I got arrested for what? And he's like, For stealing. She stole something really just inadequate. And, and he's like, Well, you shouldn't have got caught. And, and the daughter's like, You're the worst father ever. You're. You're only just mad at me that I got caught, not that I was actually stealing. And then uh, redemption on his part is the news stories are picking up on uh, this group of, of criminal inmates who went and battled Starro, the conqueror, destroyer, whatever he is. Right. Uh, and she's like, that's my dad. And so she got all emotional. Um, give me your thoughts on Starro as, as the villain in this movie. Uh, not a surprise because I, I saw it in a clip. But – interesting i i that would i don't know much about starro but except for what i learned on in the there's, suicide squad there's movie, not obviously. much to know so he's a big starfish alien that uh poops out little starfish and they attach to your face and they basically can control you yeah and, and I, he I, I like how he can't communicate himself right so he was using some of the uh humans under his control to do the communication for him and and it's great because he you know he starts firing out these itty bitties and like they can't cling on to uh, a king shark which is hilarious right. yeah uh, no they can uh and, and so bloodsworth's like cover your face um I don't know how he managed to do that successfully, but then he just went off and killed a bunch of mind-controlled civilians. Without, yeah, without much. Uh, I mean, that's that's the villain in him, you know, the the criminal aspect. But um, again, even like, so the one the criminals that you know the the members of Suicide Squad that died early, of course, we didn't really get to see them. You know, there there were aspects of uh, you know like Peacemaker, and we bounced around this, but you know, he's like. My job is to make sure that this, you know, bunch of information involving the U.S. government's uh, attachment to this place or involvement in this place, mm-hmm. it never sees the light of day. I need you to hand it to me. And so that's when he and Bloodsport really get into it. Um, but it, it, there wasn't you, – you had, like, changes of heart, you know? Like, Waller called him back. It's like, your, your job's done, and Bloodsport stops. It's like, you know, he does a hero's move, you know, and, right. and, and Harley goes and Ratcatcher 2 goes and King Shark goes. And I think that's the only ones that are Polka Dot Man go. Um, yeah. So, you know, those are your, you know, five survivors you're led to believe. Um, but, you know, it's like, I don't know. I think if that was one of the animated versions, like they're in my mind, they're really are just in it for themselves. Like, all right, well, we we've done this task we were sent here to do. And then I think the most unexpected part of the entire movie for me was when Waller's freaking out at them and yelling. She's like, I'll do it. She's about to push the button and she gets whacked in the head by a 
chair or cane yeah. or, or yeah, something cane, uh, or, or a crutch or whatever it was. And she's out, and then like her team takes over, so you know, giving them, giving a Suicide Squad all the support, the satellite, the imaging, telling them where Starro's going and everything. That was like somebody's gonna. Die. My, my thought when I saw it was like, oh, somebody's gonna die when Waller comes to. <laughs> right, right. You know? So, um, but that was that was a big, the biggest surprise for me. And then like Starro's little confession there at the end is like, we just wanted to float in space and see the stars. <laughs> You know, and then you brought us that those Americans brought us in. So once again, everything's America's fault, Mike. So it's all right. We'll survive. I feel bad. Uh, only other thing I kind of want to get your opinion on on this is what did you think about how they portrayed Polka Dot Man, who usually like in the comics is just a joke character. So you know more about him in the comics than I do, then. Well, I've 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 recently seen a couple like mm-hmm. things of it, and it's it's very I don't I don't know when he was created, but it seems almost like an '80s type of thing. Oh, where yes, it's definitely. like oh, this this sounds good, polka dot man, and you know it, he it, has polka dots that literally come off of him, and they, you know, the the basis of the character sounds very Batman sixty six ish, and yeah, he, he came yeah. around, you know, but but very campy and corny. I not only did I love what they did with the character, but I love everything that David Desmalchin did for the character. You know, it, like when it's nighttime and they're in, in the the jungle and he he's about to like explode with all these polka dots and and he just kind of goes quietly over to the corner and like releases himself. <laughs> it's yeah. a weird thing to say. And then he just kind of walks back to the camp and the thing is blood sport is like, who didn't say a word, but just observed everything. Like what? That was weird, <laughs> you know, but that's how he has, he's like, if I don't, I'm just going to explode. I have to release the, the dots every, you know, twice a day. Well, yeah, or I mean, to... Like he says there are, it's a virus. Yeah. It's, a, it's an intergalactic uh, or interdimensional tumor. Which I was to say, this they made him a little bit more sympathetic and gave him a little bit more of a backstory mm-hmm. because it, they, he said that his mom worked at Star City and she did this to him because she wanted her, her and her, her, her kids actually to be superheroes. Right. And, and I think her, the brother or sister died maybe. I, I think he said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Very then tragic. He, yeah. He has these essentially bright, glowing tumors that grow on him. And like you said, if he doesn't release the tumors and in a very colorful way too, yeah. uh, he dies. He explodes. But also, whatever. when he there towards the end, uh, you know, he he turned up the dial on him and went after Starro, and or not not just Starro, but some of the. Um, I guess maybe it was when they were infiltrating the camp and they didn't know the camp actually was the, the freedom fighters. Or the <laughs> right. But he like just starts burning people, you know, like you, yeah. you see like bits of their leg exposed and then down to the bone, I think. And it just shows you what that character was capable of. And somebody who, you know, maybe wanted to do a little bit more with him to make him a, the butt of the joke. Yeah. And, but here's the thing that he only can kill somebody if they, he pictures that they're his mob. <laughs> That was the best part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because of all the all, all, all the negative mean, mean stuff that she did to him, it means you know an understatement, you know, experimentation and, and things like that. Um, yeah. So then you had him Im- envisioning like there at the beginning that all the rest of the team was his mom, right. and, and so they all like like a, a John Cena version of uh, his mom was. Yeah, it's was, it was just good fun. It was good. Uh, do you have anything else about it? No. Stick yeah, I think it, we covered you, a lot of it. If you haven't watched it yet, uh, stick around yeah. for the post credits. Yes. So you won't be disappointed. And coming twenty twenty whenever, Peacemaker the series on HBO Max. I believe twenty twenty two is the release Probably. year. Hard to believe. I. I I almost thought the next year was 2021, and that's just the, the fog that I've been living in for the last year and a half. I understand. I think a lot of people so, are like that. All right, Mike. Well, this was fun. Can we do it again next yes. time? Yes, let's do it. All right, Hulk Hogan with that Hulk Hogan pose. <laughs> Eating a cup of your ear next. <sighs> Those are some muscles. I, uh, I I didn't do a workout today. Instead, I mowed the yard. Figure that counts. 
you burn. Um, I mean, no, but you burn some calories. Some. I mean, I yeah. sweat. I sweat my balls off. Exactly. You know, I'm not saying you burn some, like just a few calories. You probably burned a lot. Good. I mean, yeah. so it's okay because I want to. I, yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna work out or, or not work. Um, I was gonna do the yard work and then come inside and do a workout, but I was so covered in sweat and I was just like. I just really want to shower and get all this off me, like the grass clippings and things mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, after you get a shower, you don't really want to do a workout. Hey, everybody has excuses. Ouch, Mike. Mike, <laughs> I'm hurt. <laughs> you have affected uh, me very deeply. Well, I, I will say I go to the gym six days a week and our bodies look about the same. So I can't I can't say much as far as workouts go. <laughs> I I've got a little bit more in my in my gut region than you do. I don't know about that. Mm, maybe, well, maybe one of these days we'll have to do an old 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 school podcast where I actually come over. Please, yes, please do. You haven't you haven't met the twins yet. Exactly. Yeah. So. I mean, they might be sleeping by the time I get there. Who knows? But if they're if they're away, like it might work out better if, if one of these days I come because then I can rock one, you can rock the other one. I know how to feed babies. I've done it before. Granted, seventeen years ago, <laughs> but still. So, folks, here's how this is really going to happen. Mike's going to come over. He's just going to like start rocking a baby, and my wife and I are just going to leave. <laughs> yeah. Like Mike got this. It's like it's been seventeen years, but it's <laughs> like riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you know what i'm just gonna get something from the kitchen and then you just go out like the porch area the thing i get from my kitchen is my car keys <laughs> right right <laughs> all right everybody thanks for uh, hanging out and and uh thanks for pressing pause and uh coming back to us after watching the suicide squad james Gunn's the suicide squad hope you enjoy uh this show hope you enjoyed the movie and remember that next Saturday or this coming Saturday, I should say August the 14th is free comic book day at your local comic book shop. And if you don't have one, drive a little bit and find one uh, because they're out there and they need your help right now. Even on a free day, uh, spend some money. Uh, You know, you you get three or four comics for free, go turn around and buy three or four comics or a couple trade paperbacks or something. Give back to these uh, uh, fine upstanding businesses who uh, have, have really missed you in the pandemic. So, uh, that's my public service announcement, and that's our show. So for myself, Greg Mahochko, for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, we thank you so much for listening. We remind you to subscribe. Tell your friends. We're grassroots, and we need your help. But mostly, just be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.